um, the scripture that we read the last time I was here. We said we are in a race, isn't it? And we said we are in this race not to lose, but to win. And to remind you, we said if we are to run to win this race from the book of um, uh, Hebrews chapter 12, that's where our text is and was, verse 1 and 2, we said we must lay aside every weight that may affect us. And we said these are impediments that weigh one down and they may be clothing, excessive body weight. And we said these things are not inherited in, 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 in heraldry wrong. They are not necessarily wrong things or sinful things. For your information, that first talks about weights and it also talks about sin. So it separates. So we are not talking about sin. These things are not necessarily sins. But they may be things that we value, we, we want to have, but they are an impediment in our life and our walk with the Lord. And we were reminded we need to identify them so that we can lay them aside. Amen? And you know what the Holy Spirit tells you is a weight in your life. We give examples, and we say even body weight can affect us, can affect your health, can affect your ability to run. So it is an example. And you need to deal with it. The same thing. There may be, it may be something that you love most. It may be even your career. You need to listen to what the Spirit of God is telling you. Because even your career can be an impediment. And it can weigh you down. And you can miss or fail to be able to run to win the race. You need to bring to be to be able to identify what that weight is, and that is why we cannot be able to give you a list because you know what is a weight in your life, and the Holy Spirit of God speaks to you and He tells you, "This, my son, is weighing you down. You need to deal with it. Please do not ignore." what the Spirit of God tells you. Number two, we also said, if we are to run successively, we have to put off sin that easily ensnares you or entangles you. And again we said, there is that particular sin in your life that the Holy Spirit keeps reminding you that you have not conquered this. And this is sin. You need to deal with it. Because if you do not deal with it. It will affect you. And you cannot run 
successively to win the race. So again, as your pastor who loves you, my brother, my sister, do not keep that sin. Come out of it because you know it. Amen? You know it. There's a reason why Paul would say, would, 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 would put it there and say, sin which so easily ensnares you. Which means there are some sins that may, not that we tolerate. But in this case, we're talking about something that you know it is ensnares you. It entangles you. It's a struggle. You're living with it. That's what we are talking about. We are not talking about general sin. Because all of us sin in one way or another. And I'll tell you how you sin. Some of you, when you're driving to church this morning, there's a matato that cuts through you. You release some words. You sinned, isn't it? Some of you did not release the words, but the eye that you looked at that driver with was clear. I mean, you had better, it, it would have been better for you to speak it out. Now, I'm not talking about those type of sins. No, 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 no. I am talking about that one sin that you know my brother, my sister is a problem in your life. You're struggling with it. Young men and women and ladies who are here, there are some of you that are struggling with sexual sin. That is sin that easily ensnares you. It entangles you. And I can tell you, you will not see God. You will not enter heaven with that sin because you cannot run to finish the race. Amen? And it is important that you understand that this race, the winner is the one who finishes. Remember we said, it doesn't matter. You may be the slowest, but as long as you finish, you win. Amen? This is not a race where, you know, it is number one, two, and three only. It is all that are enlisted and they finish. But if you still harbor that sin in you, Young man, young lady, it's a high time that you accept that you need help. Some of you need to come to me so that we can talk. Seriously, I'm speaking to you. Please, you may not be able to overcome it on your own. You probably need a pastor or an elder to help you out so that we can pray with you because some of you, it may be, you may have Gone too far. And you need to be guided. Stop struggling. Come out of it. My brother, my sister. Amen? Not just the young men and women. Allow me to come to us, elder ones, ladies, men. Andatry is sin. You are married. You are supposed to keep to your spouse. Hear me and hear me very well. Praise God. You will not see God. You will not enter heaven 
as long as you are an adulterer, that you sin, you leave your own wife or your husband and you are moving around with others. We want God to bless us as a congregation. That's why we are addressing these things. Because if we keep harboring them, if one of us, praise God, is defiled, there is a possibility that you defile the congregation. Remember the children of Israel? One man called Achan caused them to be beaten thoroughly by a small city. Until when? Sin was dealt with that the Israelites were able to fight and destroy AI. I'm trying to say to us, you are one of us. We don't want to leave you behind. And as you have heard me say, praise God, the church is a hospital. We do not chase people out. When they come in with sins, we help them to clean them. So even if you are in sin, we are not chasing you out. But we are telling you, you need to repent and turn away from that sin. Because it is going to affect you. Please understand where I am coming from. I am a loving pastor and I am a loving father. I don't want to preside over you here on earth. But when Jesus comes, that I am the only one in Florence who goes to heaven. Praise God. Well, I'm not trying to say, to say that I'm the best one. I'm only trying to, say, to, to make a point here. It will be sad for us to leave some of us behind. Amen? We all want to make it when he comes. And he is coming sooner than we expect. That I can tell you. That he is coming. But he is coming for those who are ready. And that's why he is telling us. We have already entered a race. And he wants each one of us to win. So we must deal with those issues. We must deal with weights. Things that are not necessarily evil. But they are an impediment. They affect our service to the Lord. And because of that we cannot win the race. We cannot finish because of those weights that we carry, we must put them aside. The last one that we saw was run with endurance. This race is not easy. We are going to encounter difficult terrains. It's a marathon. The road is love. But we must endure to the edge because we have already started. You cannot afford not to finish. Let us be careful as we go on because as we meander through, as we run through the valleys, we are likely to meet with things that would distract us. It's true. You are running very well today, but you do not know tomorrow what you are going to find on the way. That is why it is important for you to endure to the end. And I'll tell you why I believe. Look, just, just 
Read Galatians 5.7. There it is. You ran well. Some verses says you are running very well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? In other words, you started well. You ran very well. But what happened? Who is this that came in and cut through? That stopped you? Lied to you? Hindered you from the truth? You are a woman of faith when you started this race. You will be known to be a man of faith when you started this race. Even your colleagues knew your testimony. You are a professional, but your colleagues knew that if you don't want trouble, do not let so and so know this. I told you one time, when I was working, Someone wanted to do something fishy within my department. And because they were my seniors, ideally it was to tell me, do A, B, C, D. Because really, I'm the one who's supposed to do it. But because they knew my stand and my testimony, they did not let me know what they were doing. Instead, they did my job. They did what I'm supposed to do illegally because they knew my testimony. I'm not trying to praise myself. Do you know what happened? Florence can tell you. Caused an uproar. The whole institution from here to New York. The whole thing was discovered. And when they listed the people they wanted to interview who were involved, I was supposed to go on leave and my M, 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 CEO, MD told me, Richard, you can't go on leave. You are one of the people listed that the auditors want to question. I said, well, it's okay then. A week later he came to me and said, Richard, I don't know what has happened. Your name has been removed. You can proceed on leave. I traveled to the U.S., that time, it is while I was there that I got a call and I was told things have gone haywire in this institution. Heads are rolling. People are losing their jobs, including my seniors. Local, the one who was head of business in Africa, and others that were involved. Praise God. Now, I'm not telling you this. I was telling you this story to tell you something. Your testimony will fight for you. Even in the day of trouble. Because God will protect you. He will cause people to do things that will incriminate them, but set you free because of your testimony. So it is important that you run this race. You endure to the end. And you deal with the issues. And watch out. Because there are some people who want to hinder you from obeying the truth. They want to defile you and contaminate you. You must keep off from such. Brethren, this is not time 
to play with sin. We are living in a very important time. Let me call it important. I remember I didn't say dangerous. It is important because it is a time that the Lord is going to revive his work once again. Amen? He wants to speak to the world through you as a church, as an individual. Therefore, righteousness must be key. Because without it, we cannot see God, isn't it? How shall we identify with him if we are not righteous? I said, we are in a very important time. Things, revival is breaking forth and it has started. Those things I told you about finances, praise God, you'll be shocked what is going to happen. Because when revival breaks forth, it is even going to be a financial revival. It's not just going to be spiritual. You will be blessed financially. Everything will be revived. It is a restoration of all things. But before that happens, there's going to be shaking. This is why we are saying, let us lay off those things that can easily uh, entangle us. I need to close. I just needed to re-emphasize on that. Next time we come, we're going to focus on focusing on Jesus. Why we cannot lose. It is important that we deal with fast two before we move on uh, next time. Now, we want to close. But before we close, I would like to report to us that last Sunday we helped um, a man of God who was visiting with us, and I said we didn't know him. Uh, he has expressed his gratitude to all of us for the support that we are able to give him. It was a small token, yes, but it was out of our hearts, and we did it with a willing heart. Amen? The wife is still in hospital, uh, so continue to pray for her. She's going, she has undergone the eighth operation. We believe God. Man of God will not to encourage you. The prayers we made on that day are not in vain. Amen? We are men and women of faith. We directed our hands towards the hospital. The angels were dispatched. Amen? Your wife will leave. Amen? And that bill of five million should not bother you. The Lord shall provide. If he gave you one shilling, he will give you five million. So learn to celebrate and to thank him. Don't focus on the five million. First of all, focus on the one shilling that he gave you and rejoice. Because if you do that, you'll be thankful and the Lord will give you the rest. So thank you so much. On his behalf, I am thanking you and God bless you for what you did and you continue to do. It's our nature to help those who are in need. Amen? We may not be able to pay the five million. Praise God. But that portion that we paid is a seed that I believe will multiply. God will use it to draw others to do what we did. And my brother, it is going to be well. So be encouraged.
Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you and let his face shine upon you. Amen. Um, we needed to do what we did today. Amen. But you've also been encouraged by the word of God. I know that's not the word that really encourages. It is the word that hurts. But God, those he loves, he prunes, he disciplines. Amen? If God doesn't love us, you think I would be talking about those things. I would be here always, you know, learning up and down and promising you heaven and earth and, and cars and houses and everything, you know, and never tell you about sin. I never mentioned blood. Because there are some churches that do not do that. They will never talk about sin. They will never talk about the blood of Jesus. Yeah? Don't think that that's where you want to be. Because you better know the truth. Because it's the truth that will set you free. Let's stand on our feet. Father in heaven, we lift your name above all names and declare today that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous ran into it and they are safe. This is the name that we have run into and we are safe. Today we come to you and ask that you forgive us our sins. We are sinners. We have sinned. In our midst there are people that are living in sin. Lord, I pray today that there will be heavy conviction that the Spirit of God is going to deal with them, mighty Redeemer, to convict them of sin so that, Father, they can find forgiveness. And I pray, mighty Redeemer, that anyone who comes to you, repenting, Lord, you will forgive, everlasting Redeemer. And Lord, I pray that you will strengthen us, you will cleanse us and purify us as a house, so that your grace and favor will continue to increase in this house. That, Lord, we shall fight goodness and mercy. They will follow us all the days of our life. That we shall prosper when we are here on earth. Our names will not be removed from the book of life. But instead, our good deeds, Lord Jesus, will be recorded. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you bless these dear ones that have risen to me today here and even those that are at home. Holy Spirit of God, I ask you to minister to them. Let there be conviction now even in their houses. Let there be confession of their sins to you, O God. And Father, I pray that you will forgive all of us. We want to start anew. We want to win this race, O God. Help us, King of kings and Lord of lords, to lay aside every weight, O God. That would pull us down. Lord Jesus. We want to run with perseverance. We want to run with endurance. Go ahead of us. Remove the obstacles for us. We want to make it. We want to win. And we do not want to lose any one of us Lord Jesus. Therefore I pray for each one of us. That we shall make it. And we shall not lose this race. Lord I thank you. And I praise you because you are good God. Father, bless us, Lord, even as we enter into the month of December. Lord, it's a period of festivals. People will be driving up and down. Father, I pray for protection over your people. 
that God, none of us will encounter any danger, everlasting redeemer. You will surround us with your wings, Lord, protecting us against accidents on the way, Lord Jesus. I pray, mighty Father, even for healing, everlasting redeemer, that God, you will heal the sick among us. And if you are sick, believe God right now and trust him for the healing. As I pray, I believe the Lord is touching someone here. May the Lord heal you right now in the name of Jesus. Diseases and sicknesses are not our portion. God desires that we may enjoy divine health. And that's what I speak into your life today and to the life of your beloved one. Even now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will protect us against COVID-19. That none of our members will contract it. We shall not lose anyone. And those that may have contracted it, Lord, I pray for their recovery in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you. And I praise you because you hear us when we pray. For we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.